Hello and welcome to the Moonwala podcast. This is Flo and today we are talking about Sajan. The movie released in 1991 and it is directed by Lawrence D'Souza, stars Sanjay Dutt, Madhuri and Salman Khan. Oh, what else? The Prime Minister of India in 1991 was PV Narasimha Rao. Right, and this is a story about yet again two childhood friends who fall in love with the same girl and you know like uh, however in this uh, the story is not that they never meet anybody else but even in spite of meeting a million other girls they still find that one person who they crazy believe that that's their soulmate and that's the drama that's the basic gist of it this is one movie which does not have any other conflicts going on except that they're just trying to sacrifice their love for each other uh, until finally one person gives up and says like okay you can have her and that's the basic gist of it to be honest but what i did like about the movie was that it was still set in the innocence era you know um i think that was probably one of the reasons why it became such a big hit and why we did like it back in 1991 because if it came out in 2019 i do not think it will be received the way it was received back then and it was just good to see the overall innocence innocence of movie making as well as the innocence of the actors in it i was texting you when you were watching the movie i was like oh my god just the innocence was like dripping from the screen and i was like i need that lost innocence of mine <laughs> the innocent salman yeah and the faces were just baby faces and if people were following us on our stories or on twitter flo did like uh, share a screenshot of our chat where we were going crazy about the young salman khan which we always do and i was like yeah that's the salman khan of our dreams when he was sweet and innocent and non muscular and you know wore his trousers up his navel <laughs> but He was so cute, so so darn cute. So I know uh, we've spoken about it time and time again, but Salman Khan of uh, the nineties and the Salman Khan now, for me in my head, I think in both of our heads is a completely different human being. If we were to crush on him, we always go back time travel, go back to the nineties and crush on him, and then come back, <laughs> and we're completely okay with it. <laughs> we are. It's like two different people, <laughs> two different people, and that is exactly why movies are there, right? Just so we can go back in time and just also be who we were, you mm. know, and also appreciate who those people were on screen, who we liked and stuff. And it's just so crazy, like all of these three people—Sanjay uh, Dutt, Salman Khan, Madhu Dixit—twenty years later, they're still. pretty much active in the industry in different uh, scopes like salman khan is still if this is a audio people are going to listen in 20 years later <laughs> guys salman khan is still relevant in 2019 <laughs> he's still playing the lead whereas madhuri has become you know has matured to the mother roles she's not yet playing mother to uh, an uh, lead actor but she's a mother to kids and uh, i think she did play mother to Varun Dhawan in Kalank I haven't seen the movie but I think she does play her his mother Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I don't intend to watch that. So I will never know. <laughs> <laughs> 
and so has uh, sanjay dad uh, matured to become a dad to grown up people like he's been a father to like 20 something people now but they're pretty much still active and uh, but salman guys if you're listening to it in 20 years i'm pretty sure they're like oh salman is still not playing anyone's dad <laughs> he's still the hero <laughs> yeah he's in 70s but he's still playing that one of those uh, single creepy men who's who are old but they're still hitting on girls and they're like uncle <laughs> leave us alone <laughs> I don't even know 20 years later people still be dating, right? Like right now the concept of dating is just on apps. So I don't know what it is going to be 20 years later. Maybe they'll just like kind of do a DNA test to match each other and figure out like... If they want to invest anything in the relationship. (laughs) Yeah. All right, back to the movie. So this was the highest grosser of the year. And this was super hit. And um, I mean, if you really go by the script, I felt the story was paper thin. Like... Even in the intro, right, I had nothing to say. Like, I was like, what do I say about this story? It's literally just that two boys who fall in love with a girl. Like, Right. I think uh, of all the genres we have done, uh, we are finding out that this genre specifically is becoming very hard for the person who's in charge of telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you should know that the day it's not Flo's turn to say the story, she is so happy. She's like, am I saying the story? Am I saying the story? Like, no. Thank God. It's the little things in life. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so then let's jump to fashion straight up. If we are going to move forward anywhere, (laughs) let's do it with fashion. So it's peak 1991, right? So there's not a single thing that Madhuri wears that I would ever wear. (laughs) Oh my God. But even in that miserable fashion of the movie, I still found at least one outfit that was still okay, which was in the movie uh, Dekha Hai Pehli Baar. She wears this uh, sari type of thing, but it's not fully a sari. It's kind of like a, you know, it's sari, yeah, but yeah. it also has, a, yeah, it's kind of like a fusion. I think I would wear that. It's like a tied up sari for people who don't know how to tie a sari. Mm, something like that. And then the blouse is on over the sari, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think, okay, so there was back in the day when Amir was really very brutally honest. He had, you know, some some magazine had asked him who's the worst dressed actress or something. And he said Madhuri Dikshit. Oh, God. And he should be the one to speak about fashion. <laughs> well, going by the 90s, like all men dress the same, right? Like right now I'm looking Sanjay Dutt, Salman Khan. They all had these high waist trousers with a big buckle belt and the shirt tucked in. Very minimal color and very baggy jackets and stuff. So I think as far as men's fashion goes, they all were the same. Like you could literally just put anybody's wardrobe on anyone. So I kind of... You know, I've been like now we've been going through movies from 90s and late 80s for a while. Like it's been a year and a half since our podcast has been on. Madhuri did have a poor sense of dressing. I'm sorry, but she did. Because Ke came out in 93. Juhi was not as badly dressed as Madhuri is here. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Even like there were so many other movies. Like even what do you say? There was uh, there were uh, Divya Bharti movies which came out around Mm. the same time. Ravina Tandon movie came out the around this time. They were not that badly dressed the way Madhuri was. I think she had an skill to pick up the most rubbish clothes, or you know whoever was styling her gave her the worst clothes. Even remember 100 days. Yeah. That was also 1991, by the way. So (laughs) it's like 
Yeah, I, now that I look back, I'm like, you know, Madhuri really did have bad sense of dressing. I'm sorry. I'm kind of on board with... But even now, off screen also, you know, I, I really don't like uh, the way she dresses. But Me yeah. too. Yeah, so... Yeah, because she has such a beautiful face. You know, what makes me upset is when people with these, with this gorgeous face and... They just need to just simplify their outfits and they'll just look amazing. Yeah, so Madhuri has one of those faces and I'm like, oh my God, such a waste of, such a waste of this beauty. beautiful woman, you know, I wish. She- anyway, that's that. I thought her, I mean, okay, even if I remove the clothes, how horrible was the makeup? Hmm. I was like, what is this makeup? This is such rubbish makeup. And I'm done. I can't keep complaining about 90s being that era. There there were other movies around there. You know, there was, there had been movies in 80s where Parveen Babi and uh, Zina Taman and Smita Patel, they all have managed to look beautiful. Yeah. And gorgeous makeup too, right? Like nice, dewy, natural makeup. Yeah. Yeah. In Namak Halal and in Namak Haram and in like so many movies, they all are looking, even Jaya Bachchan. In Silsila came before this. So how can somebody... And even like how we said, Rekha was wearing pure, simple, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, churidar salwar kameez and plain saris. How hard it is to wear those things. Fashion-wise, yeah. Madhuri especially was... It was just sad. Yeah, and before people start sending us hate comments about we are like dissing Madhuri, we are not dissing Madhuri. We know we are completely aware of how brilliant an artist and a dancer she is. We are purely commenting on the fashion and makeup. All right, although I I am still on board with those baggy pants. I think there are very few men who can carry uh, those cigarette pants and the skinny trousers because most Asian men, their bodies aren't made for skinny trousers and stuff and I think baggy pants would do a lot of you know justice to their body types (laughs) I think they need to come back Uh, yeah and I think these both uh, men both of them they carried off that look well you know even though the pants were high up (laughs) they still pulled it off I like Sanjadat's printed uh, jackets he was carrying them off like again those prints were very masabaist I was like, these are very much what Masaba did in her early part of her career. So I was like, Sanjidat has always been ahead of the curve. And even this uh, mullet haircut that he had, it didn't look bad on him. No, it didn't. Yeah, it was dated, but it didn't look bad on him at all. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they, they are, he, he was the only person who could carry those styles. And it was a pity that other people tried to imitate him. And I was like, they should have just started and ended with him. <laughs> oh, and that reminds me. And back to Madhuri. You know, and her hair, obviously, she has this really amazing, gorgeous 90s hair, right? And But there were a couple of scenes where she had bangs. And it was literally like, you know, somebody had just taken like literally like two hair, two hair, two hair each and put it across her forehead. I was like, what is going on there? <laughs> and then it was just a few scenes, but it was just so the opposite of effortless. <laughs> like somebody had sat there, took like two hair <laughs> and put it in, put it on her forehead. Yeah, so that was a little weird. And now that we've literally split hair for fashion here, <laughs> I think it's time we move on because I feel like otherwise people are going to really like hate us. Right? You guys are so bitchy. But we love Madhuri. I don't think anybody should have to like kind of clarify that. I think th- I don't know anybody who does not love Madhuri, her dancing and her movies. The criticism comes from a place of love, but it also comes from a place of like having some sense of style. And this is like tough love, like Indian, true Indian parent style. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to music, which was again, like rest of the series, highlight of the movie. Mm-hmm. 
इट वॉज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट पॉप्युलर नदीम श्रावण साउंड ट्रैक इट्स राइट नेक्स्ट टू आशिकी आई थिंक वन ऑफ द मोस्ट पॉप्युलर साउंड ट्रैक इज आशिकी फॉर दैम एंड देन क्लोज सेकेंड वॉज साजन आई डोट नो वेर इट इज टूडे बट या वट डिड यू थिंक अबाउट डू यू हैवरेट सॉन्ग डू यू लाइक द सॉन्ग्स वेन इट केम आई थिंक एस एम एस बी हिट नाइनटीज वी शुड नॉट हैव दिस सेक्शन because i think it's equal parts nostalgia equal parts 90s music you know just that you know we have na- yeah. I ha- at least i have nothing bad to say about music yeah <laughs> especially in this song every song is just it just i don't know it just touches my heart <laughs> in so many ways it just yeah. transports me literally to that period of time and i'm just there so i have nothing to say i have nothing bad to say unlike fashion <laughs> Yeah, same. I loved the soundtrack, and but now that I'm listening to all of these songs again, right? They were all such romantic songs, or really uh, deep, meaningful, like some something something someone has felt through their love story kind of songs, right? And I, I was very young when this came out, so the fact that I liked it then, I'm questioning, not questioning, more like appreciating my emotional maturity. I was like, wow, I understood all of this. <laughs> that young age no heartbreak no boyfriends nothing of that sort has happened to me but i understand mera dil bhi kitna pagal hai ke pyar jo tumse kat wow and of course listening to sp balasubramaniam always makes me very happy the combination of salman and spb it melts your heart i know that i know it does even when he was singing for kamal hassan i was like melting my heart i think it's just his voice earlier i used to think it is probably salman and his combination but now i've realized it's just him i just love his voice <laughs> Yeah, everything. Yeah, it was so good. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the song list and everything. I don't have any anything to say. Yeah, I didn't forward a single song. In fact, if some like my husband was watching the movie with me, and I usually I'm humming, as everybody knows, I like to hum, guys. Uh, while this movie, I was full on singing ballads. Okay, I was like singing along with the singer at the same pitch as the song was playing. And it's pretty high. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not saying I was that good. I'm just saying I was singing. Yeah, and also speaking of song, the dance. So since it's Madhuri, oh my goodness, there were some um some dance steps that were so. If you just take it out of Madhuri and just see the dance steps, you'll be like, oh my god, what is this? That's so weird. But because it's her, that's the magic of Madhuri. Because it's her, even those. cheesiest of cheesy steps look so amazing and so graceful than we i don't know it's just you know like if you take her out of the picture and if someone else is doing it we'll be like oh my god what is this and you'll be making fun of it but in this case i couldn't even make a make fun of it because it was she made it so graceful i guess you're going to hate me but i don't think i agreed with that i was like i my my um my comment in my notebook is choreography was rubbish <laughs> <laughs> but but didn't Madhuri just elevated? No, there was this one song in which she and Salman are there. Now I forget the song because they all were so interchangeable. Anybody could be any song could have been anywhere. Anyways, I can't recall which song. And they're they're dancing at the most absurd places. There's one song where they're dancing behind the jhari. <laughs> okay for no reason whatsoever and salman is hidden by the jhadi the what is called jhadi in english What's like a bush bush yeah like a bush or a shrub or a herb or whatever <laughs> right 
and you can only see Madhuri. And I was like looking very carefully. It was because Salman was doing such a bad job that they had to put him behind the jari. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see Madhuri. She's doing her best. You know, she's doing the best she can. But the choreography was so bad. <laughs> You know, even if she did it very gracefully, it was still ridiculous. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm gonna have to like remember which song I'm talking about so that people, if they wanted to go and see it, they would. It's that happy song, but it's like pehli baar mile hai, milke Is that the one? I let me check. We are going to YouTube it, guys, so that we can be sure. Is that the one? This one is dekha hai pehli baar. Oh, the red sari that I liked. That one? Yeah, I remember. They are in the park. <laughs> they are behind the bushes. And you have to see. Yeah. So the song is Dekha Hai Pehli Bar. And majority of the song, like part of it where the sequence where he's wearing a yellow sweater and she's in a beige, really poofy dress. And the steps are so random. They're just like moving their shoulders <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. And there is a part... I mean, the close-ups are also so absurd. You can see Salman's lips, which are over Madhuri's eyes, but they are like far away, right? So the angle of the camera <laughs> is like that. And then yeah. the the song is slow, but the movements are like really jerky shoulder movements. And I was like, but this is such a romantic song. Why are they doing? So I will tell you exactly. If you went and YouTube this song, Dekha Hai Pehli Bar, and just check the song at, 3.10 minute mark. <laughs> you will know exactly what I'm saying where Salman, you can tell he's not moving in the, there is a frame few seconds later where they both are behind the bush. You literally are not seeing both of them. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Anyways, they're probably kissing or something and they're hiding it from us. Of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Pehli Bar Mile Hai, that song, I thought it was really nice in, in the sense of, there are some scenes where it's just on the street. Yeah. You see like street vendors and you know, things like that. And I thought that's, I thought that was very different. I don't know why. <laughs> For some reason, I just liked it. I like the whole song itself. You know, it's very fun where he's shown as this player who's flirting around and. Yeah. What did you think about the comedy? Did you like the comedy in the movie? The comedy was more based on the South Indian, uh, right? Most of the comedy was. With the driver. So they go to Uti, I think. I think it's Uti. And the driver is obviously a South Indian driver. And so the comedy was more on his accent and, you know, things like that. So I was like, uh, you know, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> but even like Kader Khan. Kader Khan and Reema Lagu. Okay, that comedy, I thought it was cute. Very cute, you know, between the husband and wife. And, and Reema Lagu is so pretty. Oh my God. So their, uh, their thing was very, very cute. You know, the husband and wife. Uh, yeah, he's always flirting with the wife, which is very sweet. Yeah, so I thought that sweet. was very cute. Yeah. yeah, the comedy, that comedy, I thought that was really good because it's Khader Khan, right? And the other comedy was mostly based on the South Indian thing. But having said that, you know, I'm exhausted because, you know, I'm happy that it doesn't happen now. So I'm okay with it. I'm like, okay, it's, it was the 90s. But even that comedy, when uh, when the driver is with Salman Khan, what is name, the driver's name, the one who's in Hamap? Lakshmi Khan Bedre. Yes. So, you know, so the scenes between him and Salman Khan, I don't know, Salman Khan is just good at comedy. I think you know because whenever uh, you know I would be annoyed because you know it's like you know he has a South Indian accent typical South Indian accent but whenever he has Salman has a scene with him Salman is also playing off that I thought it was very sweet you know Uh, yeah it was funny that's when I was like oh my god Salman needs to do a lot more comedy 
Yeah, but I think it's his innocence that played well. And you're absolutely right. His rapport with the uh, with his uh, fellow colleagues, it felt like it came way more naturally to him earlier. And now I feel like in his like last decade of movies, even the good ones, it doesn't always seem so natural. Like the last time I felt he was very natural was in uh, Bajrangi Bhaijan with Nawaz. You know, they both were just like kind of give and take and like whatever their part was together. But otherwise, it's usually like, you know, of course, Salman is now playing a version of Salman all the time. Over here, you know, we didn't know who Salman, like his image wasn't yet formed. He was this cute guy. And so... And you can actually differentiate, right? Like the Salman in this movie is like a asshole slash playboy slash innocent, right? Right? Coming of age. He hasn't yet come of age. Then you can differentiate Hamap Ke Kaun is a little more, he's naughty, but he's got his values in place and so on and so forth. And uh, which was the other? And Andaz Apna Apna, you can tell. He's like a total duffer, <laughs> you know. You could differentiate like all of these Salman are different Salman. Even in love, right, with Revati, you know, he's like this brooding, intense, does not talk much kind of or the same guy who's in Baghi also. I think uh, love and Baghi are very pretty much similar Salman. But now I feel the Salman from Dabang to Salman from Bajrangi Bhajan to Salman from Sultan to Salman from whatever his last movie was. They're all same Salman. They're like, oh, okay, exactly. yeah, it's Salman, Salman. So 90s, you can actually see that, you know, even you can kind of See that even off screen, he's like that with people around him. The chemistry with between him and, you know, anyone that he's on the screen or on frame with is it's really cute. So the comedy with the driver, whenever Salman would be around him, I thought it was very cute. So Salman is obviously making fun of his accent and, you know, but it's just nice. It's just funny. I loved it. Yeah, it's more like, you know, how you make fun of your friends. It's not yeah, like you're exactly. kind of making a yes. fun of a whole uh, community. It's not like he was laughing at him it was it was almost like playing around you know laughing with him kind of scenario yeah so it was very cute i thought that was really interesting that it just changed my mood as well you know i was annoyed <laughs> and then you know salman would come into the frame and then like oh my god he's so funny both of them are funny you know yeah their chemistry was good yeah i although i felt like while watching the movie the best acting so to say was actually sanjada uh, again similarly how i felt about salman that salman in that decade was like still you could see shades of different characters and what whatnot and i felt the same about sanjadat over here he's not sanju baba he's not playing he's not walking like sanjadat i mean of course he has those mannerisms but they're not that exaggerated as they eventually became and in the emotional scenes when he's really hurt and when he's really feeling like indebted to this family you could see it in his eyes and he's not saying much he's not emoting much and you know he's shown handicap like he he uses a cane to walk which also felt very natural like you know he was able to kind of carry that on without kind of being I mean in between I felt as a character it was written in a way that oh my god please pity me so the way people are reacting around him was kind of like oh my god you know especially Khada Khan you know I mean they they meant well but the way they were rea- reacting to his uh, crutch you know was kind yeah. of like making him so that is I guess cultural because in India we are like that I mean not always but at least in the writing sense like okay so this is Nothing to do with Sanjadat's acting. So we are like, I'm fine with his acting. But now just how the character was written, I felt 
it was very convenient like okay dudes this family has adopted you you have been given like a excellent childhood a point onwards and now you're educated they treat you as their son of course they've given you the fan like the company the business the education everything but you're still going to go to the church and say like mujhko aisa kyu banaya bhagwan i was like what the hell is wrong with you you know there's a point where he's just cribbing about his existence i said like, you have absolutely nothing to crib about and after a point i don't think anybody is making him feel lesser than just because he's on crutch and even that scene i wanted to talk like where this uh, ekta she come to seduce him as per uh, great salman khan's advice and <laughs> now uh, you know by growing up i always remember feeling that she was the villain and these two friends were in the right and something terrible had been done to sanjeeta that is the memory you go away from the movie uh-huh. when you watch it as a kid and now when i watched it i was like she actually didn't do anything wrong she went to seduce him and she was just being a seductress so to say he is the one who pushes her he's physically violent towards her so clearly she can't be violent back so she's mean and she says the lowest hanging fruit which is his disability and then they make such a big stuff out of it yeah because the whole thing that she say tells him keeps coming over and over again and it's not like sanjay that is in his school Which I understand if he's in school, if he was twelve or thirteen, and a girl says that to him, I can see that you know it might affect him. But he's in his twenties, so you can't just use her words, you know, to sort of uh, I don't know. It's almost like his self-esteem is taken away just because you know she said that. So, and afterwards, afterwards, when Salman comes to know that she said that to him, he comes back him, he slaps her. He literally slaps her, and she falls down. And I was like, oh my god, back then this was such an acceptable thing for us, and even. as a uh, a female person we were meant to feel bad for salman and sanjay like that's how brainwashed we are that this behavior was acceptable because she said something mean so yeah you can violently because she hit deserved her. it you know kind of thing yeah exactly i mean today this won't happen this cannot happen because you know they know nobody's going to accept it but i was just rewatching you know i was like oh my god the memory i have from my childhood is so different from the reality and remember we've spoken about it before that this is how you feel like you've been robbed of these portrayals have been the foundation of kind of our existence especially because we are so much into movies and i feel like they robbed me they cheated me and they made me believe into something and i had to unlearn all these things after growing up to actually become a thank god we are undoing it so yeah so that's where the writing part also comes in i felt like again that just because they wrote it in a way and they can so this is where i meant right that sanjay that's that dialogue of this ekta woman keeps playing over and over again in the movie how you said but this is showing that he has this insecurity but they don't justify why he has this insecurity the acting is great but the writing is super poor the script is paper thin and uh, okay so now fast forward that they all have reached uti and now both of these dudes are in love with madhuri Udi was in the nineties, poor man Switzerland, right? Before Yash Chopra, you know, he could afford to uh, <laughs> pack up the whole set and go to Switzerland, but others couldn't, so they would always go to Udi. <laughs> so they go to Udi, and that's where the whole thing happens. And also, I was thinking of how catfishing is so like the term is so popular now, right? With all the on online, uh, you know, online avatar we have, and so I was just thinking that in nineteen ninety one, it was actually they. Were, She was being catfished, Madhuri, by these two yeah. people. You know, 
so yeah now they've reached ooty right and salman sees her and he is love at first sight and sanjadat uh okay guys now this is like we have to tell them about the whole poet part of the movie or can we skip that yeah so when when i when i say catfish it's pretty much you know so sanjadat is a poet obviously he's a brooding sad person right so he writes a lot of amazing poetry but he writes under someone else's name like under an alias uh so madhuri is in love with this poet but she doesn't know the person because you know it's an alias right and then salman goes there and he falls in love like tanvi was saying it's love at first sight which is pretty much every love story i think we grew up watching <laughs> just love at first sight <laughs> so yeah and then sanjay that finds out um, that that his uh, adopted brother love is in love with this woman so he kind of sacrifices his love for him and he tells salman to tell madhuri that he is the poet you know that she has been in love with all along and yeah so that's how that's the whole story uh, so and also one more thing how cute is their meet cute uh, when sanjeet and madhuri meet for the first time when sanjeet knows that you know madhuri is in love with him but madhuri doesn't know that he is the poet right so that and she works in a bookstore i was like how so it's so quintessentially like romcom kind of job right that a that a hero it would have yeah. i thought it was so cute and the bookstore was so cute so that's where they meet yeah and as a book lover i was like oh my god that's just perfect and there is this one point now where nobody has professed their love to anybody except they know that madhvi loves this uh, uh poet who she's never met she's basically she's more like fan i don't know if it's love it's like she's in like you know if i like an author and i love his work i can't be like i love him i've never met him and she hasn't even this is not social media age guys so she hasn't seen him and he does not make any public appearances because he's writing under a you know anonymous name so now there is a point where salman loves him and is trying to find who this girl is and sanjadat also loves him and salman is so like pining at him and he's like all lost as if like god knows what has happened and i'm like nobody has said anything to anyone and they bo- they all are behaving as if they are like love drunk on people like they don't even know they've not met it was absurd yes because you are so true oh my god it's big you know what i've written here my question is did salman khan really love her was he really in love with her or was it's so unclear that is what going back to you know what you were talking about writing wise this is what i mean like you don't know what is going on it's not clear <laughs> that's how bad the writing is and that also makes you realize that back then they didn't really have to work on the script at all right like they say that they used to write the scripts on the set on the day and kind of just take the story forward as they like so as audience we were so forgiving we were so like what forgiving is so later we were so accepting because we had such little options kuch bhi humko naya dikha do we are like wow yes. <laughs> amazing <laughs> of course yeah now i'm watching it and i i've seen it a lot lot more times but you know now i'm like so was he actually in love with her was he really sacrificing his love for her for sanjay dat you know yes too many important questions that will never be answered yeah and of course they this is this is where i would say this movie definitely goes back to toxic male behavior even though you know they are kind of doing it for each other they like every movie we spoke about it in sagar as well but the redeeming factor was their communication was super on point over here the communication only happens in the last 10 minutes of the movie so the first two and a half hours you're just 
wondering what the f is going on and after the initial violence of course they don't do any kind of physical violence but they have emotionally effed up madhuri oh yeah <laughs> and so now later on once she knows both these guys right she confronts them i'm like okay if i'm in her shoes i will not pick either of these guys even if i liked some words of this dude he wrote i'm like you're a liar you manipulated me you cheated my you know trust in you as a friend and there's this other dude who's like okay you're cute to look at but you're an absolute douchebag <laughs> so she does come to a point for 2 minutes and then i don't know what happens she's like yay i'm going to be with sanjay dad yeah no <laughs> <laughs> more she gets there for like 2 minutes maybe <laughs> Where she's like, how dare you both of you, you know, do something to me and, you know, all that. And then, yeah, it's all done. And then she's just happy to get that. Exactly. <laughs> I can actually imagine, you know, the producers must be pitching essay. See, you'll have four songs. You'll have one big confrontation scene. You'll also get a lot of locations to go to and wear these clothes, which were also horrible in Madhuri's case. But... So eventually this is a very good because I think even back then they used to tell them that how long they'll be on screen for. So like yeah. you are on the screen for like 90 minutes so you are like you're with both the guys so you're getting double the screen time. Yeah yeah of course. <laughs> so so it was good to watch because of 90s nostalgia and songs and Salman and everything. It was good. But I would just say that you know the time duration was a little too long it was way too long especially the last one hour after they find out you know what's happening and blah 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 i was like oh my god why is it taking one hour for you guys to sort it out exactly what did you think about it the length i i agree with you the f- first hour i thoroughly enjoyed i was like in total 90s wonderland but after that the second hour i was like you know just looking at the clock and like a cup khatam ho gayi a cup khatam ho gayi had it not been for our podcast i would have stopped it and gone with my gone on with my day right like i was like but i have to i'm like oh no i have to watch it how will i know what horrible things to say about this movie so overall what would you say i would say if somebody hasn't watched it at all i think they should watch it it's not i mean of course you're going to have a lot of eye roll mo- moments and you will i i think today and if someone hasn't watched it they will realize that how poorly written and that was but just for the songs and the innocence of these three stars and to see where they started like more or less but i think this is the sanjay dat's movie if i have to pick one actor out of the three i would say this is primarily sanjay dat's movie like he's the one who shines the most yeah he shines but salman's cuteness I don't know. It just trumps his <laughs> shining for me. It's Salman Khan. On a serious note, yeah, it it is Sanjay Dutt for sure. And he's like Ajay Devgan, right? Because even Ajay Devgan, he's not a great actor, but there are specific characters that he can play really well. You know, I feel like Sanjay Dutt is also kind of like that, and this role kind of completely fits him, and he really does a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. All right, so on that note, let's wrap this up. I think we both are recommending this movie, but just be we're just giving you a disclaimer that it's not the best of the ones out there. All right, guys, we will see you next Monday with our second last podcast. Uh in the meantime, you can catch us on Twitter at moviewalapod and Instagram at moviewalapodcast and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.